I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Season's greetings once again, the Grapple fans. Welcome to this very special edition of the uh, Pro Wrestling Index here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. Uh, it's time for our end of year review. So we're going to have a look back at 2017 and pick out some of our favourites, uh, our best, worst moments of the year and a few other little categories in between. Uh, and when I say we, that of course doesn't just mean me. It does mean I've got back in with me, Mr. Morchatra and Mr. Guy Drinkle. Good evening once again, gentlemen. All right, Andy. Good evening, both. The Northeast Connection. Oh, God. <laughs> he's listened. He's listened to the show. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. The yeah. way you, I, you brothers. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll have to think of a terrible tag team name, but never mind. <laughs> so come on then, uh, 2017. First of all, before we start cracking into the actual categories, um, overall, how, how do you think it's been 2017 WWE? Do you think it's been a good year or just a pretty average year or a very disappointing one more? I went into it with really, really high hopes because um, I look at the roster, or certainly the roster that started the year, and I thought, now, this is on paper um, the strongest roster the WWE's had. Um, it's you know, certainly from an in-ring perspective. I mean, in terms of things like large-than-life characters and personalities and promobility, uh, you know, there have been times in the past when you can say you know they had a stronger um, group of talent. But you know, certainly when it comes to in-ring, I thought you know this would be a blockbuster year for the WWE and possibly its best ever. And I don't really feel it's quite lived up to that. Um, so in that regard, it's been somewhat of a disappointment. But I'd say overall, uh, an average year. I mean, there's been some you know, good stuff, some really good stuff, um, and some stuff that's been disappointing. Um, so so that, in the summary, is my view on WWE for 2017. Uh, and Guy, what about yourself then? Um. I think it's I think it's been quite a poor year really. Um it's not re- <clears throat> it's not or certainly the main card hasn't had as many memorable moments um for me than in previous years and I think it kind of 
I don't want to go into specifics, but it kind of started off like very early on in the year when Kevin Owens lost the Universal title and then it's kind of been a bit more part-timey and a bit more experimenty with crap champions for promotional reasons. I think it's been a really weird year um, for probably money-making schemes that have really affected the on-air product. Well, yeah, I think there's some very good points in there. So let's get into the first category, which is TV show. Which which one of the TV shows out of Raw, SmackDown, um, NXT and 205 as well, which of them do you think, What which did you rate as the best guy? Well, it's not 205, is it? <laughs> um... Don't be giving it away. <laughs> uh um, I'll go with Raw because I think I think last year <clears throat> um, SmackDown was comfortably the better one. I mean, you had AJ, Cena, everyone right in uh, right in tandem, and then this year it's um, Raw's just took over. I mean, you've had the emergence of Braun, you've had um, the Shield getting back together. It's just it's just been a lot more consistent and a lot a lot better. Um, and I think it just re- it had the de- it had the deeper deeper roster, and you've seen you've seen fresher stuff apart from coming uh, <laughs> in the last few weeks is uh, that Jordan's fought literally everyone. <laughs> but yeah, raw, raw for me. I think it's just been fresher throughout the year. Whereas SmackDown, we've all seen the feuds multiple times. It's a bit boring. Yeah. And more, would you agree with that, or have you got a, a different pick? Yeah, I have to agree with Guy. Um, I have to go with Raw as well. And I'm surprised, actually, because when we had the um, uh, revamp kind of roster uh, or brand extension or expansion or uh, whatever they call it these days, um, but the shuffling around of the Raw and SmackDown rosters, I actually thought that uh, uh, SmackDown came out of it stronger. And so I thought for the remainder of 2017, SmackDown would be comfortably the better show. Um, but it hasn't turned out that way. You know, I think Raw has been uh, the more consistent show um, from a match quality perspective, surprisingly. Um, I, th- I think they've certainly had uh, the better shows with a lot of really good matches over the last several months. Storyline-wise, it's been tighter. Um, and I, th- I feel that they've had the more interesting characters as well. Um, I-, I think the WWE, sorry, the SmackDown brand um, and the show have suffered a lot by having the focal point of the show being Jinder Mahal. You know, he shouldn't, arguably shouldn't even be in the company. He's, he's that poor. Uh, and yet they um, put the title on him for the bulk of 2017, which was just um, mind-boggling, really. So um, it, it was uh, something I thought held back the uh, whole of SmackDown. And um, in the meantime, Raw... Um, turned out to be really strong and um, you know the likes of Braun Strowman certainly uh, were quite key to that yeah I've, I've got to say a, a full house from me on Raw I think it, for all the reasons you've both uh, suggested it has been a better show this year um, pretty much comfortably actually um, but let's, let's get to the fun part of it who was worse more who, who who did you which one who I should say which of the shows did you have down as the worst one this year in uh, W in uh, 2017 if I can get my words out yeah I'd have to go with 205 live um, and it, it actually got to the point where you know, in recent times I've just had to stop watching it because you know 24 hours is precious time and 
now I can do better things with it, um, such as scratching my backside and the, the biggest surprise is that you actually watched it. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I got to that point at about week three. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, um, yeah, it was just so disappointing after what we were treated to with the cruiserweight classic in 2016. Um, it felt like they could do something really good with, you know, this uh, new concept um, that they launched earlier in the year with 205 Live. But uh, everything that made the Cruiserweight Classic so good, um, they decided to eradicate and do something completely different with 205 Live. And um, I'm just surprised that it's still going um, because it just has proven to be an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> and Guy, how <laughs> How well, can I, 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 I almost second guess that you're, you're going to be in agreement here? Well, technically, can I give it to 205 Live? Because I've not watched it. <laughs> I, I can't watch it. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, yeah. It's it's that bad that you can't even watch it. Yeah. It has to be 205 Live, just because I've, I've had no interest in watching it. Even when yeah. even when the thought of putting the brain the brainstorming idea of making Enzo the champion and pissing off all the good talent. Um who would have thought that didn't work? Yeah. <laughs> um, Who would have thought the Zor train would would not oh be a great God. idea? Yeah, I think that's the first person, first time a British person said that. Um, good God, yeah, two or five live, and I don't, I can't give you reasons why, but I imagine it's painful to watch, and I have no reason to watch it. At least SmackDown has given us some moments, and admittedly, I don't watch NXT as much as I should, but NXT seemingly done a very good job of. Um, recreating itself after losing Finn Balor and everyone else, it seemed it seemed to have done well in remaking itself by losing quite a bit of the roster. Yeah, I, I've, I've look, I'm going to go full house again on 205. There were two people who I would watch it for, or who I would watch part of it for, and neither of them are on there right now. <laughs> one left the company, and the other one wants to leave the company. So that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about 205 Live, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. So let's get into the, the actual matches then. Uh, more, what did you what did you pick out as your best match of 2017? Well, for me, it was close between two matches. Uh, one was the four way at SummerSlam, but in the end, I've gone with John Cena against AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble. Um, thought it was an exceptional ma- exceptional match, um, arguably a classic match. One of the very, very best matches um, John Cena's ever had, and he's had many great ones. Um, just a phenomenal back and forth um, singles match, and uh, you know it really lit up that whole event. And uh, you know um, was you know AJ Styles and John Cena at their absolute peak. Uh, and guy, I mean, I don't think we've had a Kane, Aidan English, and um, what's his face, Drifter. Elias. Elias uh, triple threat match yet so so what was your favorite match of 2017 um mine was going to be the same so that technically is what I vote for so count that as two out of three but I'd like to do a shout out for um Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate um I can't remember which NXT it was I think it was San Antonio um don't quote me on that but the when Pete Dunne won the UK championship that was just a phenomenal match and uh it was it was more recent, so it's probably fresher in the memory. But that was fantastic, and it really, it really highlighted uh, well the UK 
the UK thing on NXT has just been excellent every time it's been on screen, but that match was just, it highlighted everything good um, with NXT and with what what can happen when Triple H has control. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fantastic. But yeah, AJ, AJ versus you know, was special, and uh, that was a perfect way to start the year. And the WWE Championship has been shit since. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I can echo the sentiments of both of you that both of those matches you've talked about, they were absolutely superb. They were top draw. They were phenomenal uh, drama and entertainment and, and artistry and everything that you want from wrestling match. I'm going to go a little off here. And you know what I'm going to pick out? I'm going to pick out the War Games match. And I not necessarily for... Prison. <laughs> <laughs> that might get a mention just yet. Anyway, um, but purely for for it you know having so much to live up to and not only delivering but over delivering and i just really enjoyed it and it was i just thought it was it was everything was done you know pitch perfect it was it was fantastic so i'm going to give i'm going to give my nod to the war games match because i thought that was fantastic so let's go to worst so time for a bit of fun. And guy, you've mentioned Punjabi prison match. Did that get your worst, uh, your vote for worst for 2017? It was going to, and then something flashed into my mind when I said WWE Championship match. So we're going to go to WrestleMania, and that was the worst thing I've ever seen in every aspect of it. The wrong person won. So Randy Orton beat Bray Wyatt. They had that weird thing where the cockroaches and all that crap came on the ring. And Randy Orton was the most boring WWE champion since Jinder Mahal. Um, <laughs> it it just everything was wrong with that match. I mean, the feud was interesting but bland. It had its Bray Wyatt perks, and I, I'm a bigger fan of Bray Wyatt than both of you, I imagine. That's probably why I wanted Bray Wyatt to win that. But yeah, that match just was wrong in every sense of the the word. And uh, yeah, that was the that was the big dark spot on that year's WrestleMania, which was probably one of the best in recent times. But that match sucked a lot of ass. <laughs> it certainly did suck, big style. Uh, more was was it bad enough to get your vote as well, or, or have you got a new contender? No, I actually wrote down the exact same one. Um, it was you know the pitch, the absolute pitch, um, the whole stuff with the. Uh, Stuff we saw on the canvas, um, yeah, cool kind of special effects, but uh, you know, in a show like WrestleMania, um, especially in a title match, just seemed out of place, and uh, you know, really add, added nothing to the match, and um, you know, just really uh, firmed up my my views on Bray Wyatt, and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about him later on. Or another award, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm already getting as to which one that is. <laughs> Superstar of the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to yeah. say breakout star of the year, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, Disappointed, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, it it was it was woeful, and uh, you mean you meant guy mentioned the the Punjabi prison match. Oh, that was awful. You know that really was awful. But yeah, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. It, it was that you know the feud didn't work the first time. Why they thought building it the exact same way again the second time round? You know, people in the same positions. 
and having a title involved in it. Oh my God! Just I just thought it was disgraceful. Go on. Do you remember the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? The last, no, I've the, erased that from my memory. The last three people in that were Jinder Mahal, Mojo Royley, and Gronk from some football team. Gronk. Bronk. Gronk. G-R. Gronk. Something like that. Remember? Gronk. Yeah. Sounds like was... a character off a TV show. Yeah. So, uh, that isn't my worst, but that needed special mention because that was horrendous. In fact, Gronk, isn't that a droid in one of the Star Wars movies? Oh, good God. <laughs> Jesus. Of well, all the criticism Last Jedi's got, I mean, that's probably the worst thing about Star Wars. <laughs> oh, um, leave Star Wars alone anyway. I like you leave, you I leave like it alone. It's just getting criticism. <laughs> okay, let's let's move things along to a different one then. Um I've got one for you. What about Feud then? I mean, you've just made, we've talked about Bray Wyatt and and Randy Orton there. Would, would would you give that as your worst feud of of 2017, guy? Um, oh, no, I think the feud wasn't as bad as the ones I'm going to mention because I think it kind of worked. Well, it worked. It, as, worked. No, it worked as well as it could until it got to the actual matches. And then they obviously mm. had that horrendous House of Horrors match figgy after WrestleMania as well. Um, mm. But my few, my worst feud of the year is Jinder vs. Randy. Because that destroyed SmackDown for so many months. And um, it it just sucked the life out of the main, main event. Whereas when it was Bray versus <clears throat> when it was Bray versus Randy, for me, for me at least, I'm a, as I said earlier, I'm a bigger fan of Bray than used to. It wasn't as boring and it wasn't as horrendous as that. Like when Jinder became champion, that them months were just absolutely. That's when SmackDown just it just fell off a cliff. A torturous, I yes. think is is probably the way yes, to describe it. Um, more your worst feud of twenty seventeen. Uh, would it be one of them two that we've mentioned? No, I'm actually going to go for um, AJ versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, controversial. It was obviously not as bad as you know some of the feuds we saw with some of the um, atrocious undercard talent, um, but I, I thought it was just so disappointing. Um, you know, it just really didn't click, and they really didn't come together um, like I expected them to. And um, they gave it, you know, you know, a number of months and. Uh, it just didn't work. It just really didn't come together, and uh, you know that's what was so disappointing. Um, so I I really couldn't um, look beyond that because you know the hopes I had for it were so high, and um, you know that that's also what let SmackDown down in 2017 is that um, you know that was a focal point on that show outside of um, Jinder doing whatever he was up to and. Uh, you know that that stuff between AJ and Kevin Owens should have um, offset the um, you know the uh, vomit-inducing stuff that we were treated to from Jinder, and it didn't. And uh, that was part of the reason why SmackDown um, or you know, didn't really uh, deliver in 2017 on the whole. Well, I'm going to go something a bit left field of that. 
I'm going to go something very, very special. Enzo Mori versus Kalisto. Good yep. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. We, you know, Enzo needed a new, a new opponent. So they're going to bring somebody in. It's Kalisto. Jesus Christ. You know what, you know what tips in the scale for that? It's the fact that it was meant to be Neville as well. And then this kind of started <laughs> when he left. Hey, I don't Can't know. you one flippy guy for another. <laughs> one flippy guy. <laughs> oh, I'd be flipping him all, the, all day long. Away you go. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, let's let's move things along. Right, pay per view event. Come on, wh- what was the best event of the year for you then, Mo? Which which one did you think uh, was was the best? Um, so I, I in the end went for SummerSlam. I thought, um, yes, it was a long show um, when you consider the pre-show as well, but uh, it had several really really good matches and uh, topped off by fantastic, phenomenal main event. Um, and, uh, you know, it just was a show that had a little bit of everything. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it, despite how long it went. So uh, I really couldn't pick out any other. Uh, and by the way, I went for a main roster show. Um, you might have gone for something from NXT. Um, but I, that was, for, for me, in terms of main roster, was the show of 2017. Interesting choice. Uh, Guy, have you got something different? Um, this was a weird one for me because there's probably I'm not sure if there's better shows than than this, but I went for the one that was most memorable to me, which I'd probably translate to best. So I went for NXT San Antonio, and just to refresh people's memories, this is um, when uh, Champa turned on Johnny Gargano. Um, so that was probably that's probably what tipped it in the scale for me. That was the most memorable moment of the year for me, and I think that was probably one of the most bu- well booked moments. And on the other, on the rest of the pay per view, um, there was Bobby Roode Nakamura, where Bobby Roode beat him. Um, the trip, the Fatal Four Way, um, with for the women's title, um, Roderick Strong versus Andre Almas, and then um, it was Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. So it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, the most stack card, but it was more. It was very enjoyable. When when I thought I could have obviously googled and seen what was the best card, but what what I remembered was that was that pay per view. So I went with that one. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I I do think SummerSlam was the best show of the year. Overall quality card, everything. Like Mo said, that for me was the best show of the year. But. I've got it in terms of most memorable. I've got to say that War Games one certainly does stick out. And I think in terms of a show that over delivered, I've got to say War Games for me really did over deliver. You know, we, we kind of expected something from it, but we looked at the rest of the card and maybe didn't hold up too much hope. But I think as an overall event, it massively over delivered. So I, I've got to kind of give props to that. But kind of also in the same way at the same time agree with more at the summer slam was just it really was a superb event it was it was fantastic and you know actually in talking best i i negated to ask you what you you felt was the best feud of of 2017 guy best feud um I think it would be easy to go Roman versus Braun, but I went for Joe versus Brock because that was the best booked feud I've seen. It was so enjoyable. 
It was it was like it was like nothing I've seen in years, and it, it really you see the you see the results with Joe now that he's he's the best heel in the company probably, or stereotypical heel where he just beats the crap out of people. So I, I'd go with that. I think that kind of started Joe's. Um, well, it helped fix the damage with the crappy Seth Rollins feud where he injured him, and then then it's it's just been magic since. And him him Paul Heyman and Brock, it was just fantastic. I like that. That's a good shout. More. Uh, have you got anything different to that one? Um, I'm going with uh, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. I thought that uh, the way they built up to it, um, the execution of it, um, especially the turn. Though, in, in fact, was the turn in 2016 or was it just into 2017? Um, I can't quite it, remember now. But... It was because uh, Royal Rumble, Owens was still champion. I think, and then right. I think it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 2017 when he, the Festival of Friendship. Yeah, and then obviously, um, you know, the big match was at uh, WrestleMania, and um, you know, I thought the match itself was was very good. Um, perhaps not as good as it could have been, which was, as I mentioned earlier, perhaps a common theme with Kevin Owens in 2017. But uh, no, I, I certainly thought that. Um, and there was a lot of really, really fun stuff that came out of that one. So uh, I, I was very uh, impressed by it and uh, thought they both did some really good work um, during that feud. Yeah, I, I, the Festival of Friendship was was special. Uh, and not just, you know, for, for being memorable for the, the way it presented and obviously Chris Jericho being Chris Jericho, but the reveal, the way it was done, it was just inch perfect. And it was, it was perfection in terms of what, what wrestling can give you and and can present something it it's so different and it was perfection it it was a it was a, and actually i'd say it goes so far as to say it was a special moment in wwe history the way it was it was done so it was that was fantastic but i think you know what I, i'm going to be controversial i'm going to go with guy on this one and go with joe versus brock for the the way it was built uh hats off to them and it, it was perfect and i love the way that uh paul Heyman played up uh joe massively uh, as a as an opponent it was it was just absolutely tremendous stuff from paul Heyman and from everyone involved it really was um now we mentioned um we mentioned our best shows of the year so this is the, the bit i was looking forward to getting to our worst show more which which one of the uh, the pay-per-views? Should we just, all, should we just this... all say the same thing in three seconds? More, <laughs> because <laughs> um, uh, I certainly got mine in in uh, in mind. Um, <laughs> which which one of the pay-per-view events events this year did you think was the worst? It's not even a debate, is it? It's battleground. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, God! I mean, it started off so well. I mean. We had uh, Aiden English pulling off a surprise win over Ty Dillinger in the pre-show, and a yes. really good match with, you know, New Day against um, the Usos. Really, really good tag match, and then it went downhill. And boy, did it go downhill! Uh, um, you know, like Nakamura, Ban Corbin was a uh, um, big disappointment. Uh, we had um, a pretty uh, flat you know, five-way elimination. Uh, women's match. Um, Owens against AJ Styles was a disappointment. Cena versus Rusev was okay, but you know it really was the wrong person winning that one. 
Um, Sami Zayn against Mike Kanellis. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the icing on the cake was uh, the Punjabi prison match, which uh, was um, well on course to be the worst match in the history of mankind until uh, the great Carly turned up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it then was just a really bad match for on a bad, uh, you know, an all type bad match. But uh, yeah, it, it was just uh, one of those shows where by the end of it, you were thinking, why do I even bother with this stuff? Um, but uh, yeah, luckily, luckily we haven't had too many shows like that in 2017. And Guy, surely you couldn't have gone for Battleground as well. I have, I have. It was, uh, it was amazingly really? bad. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even. I'm looking through the card now. I can't remember any of it apart from the tag team match and it in English, obviously, because he's because he's a hero. Like when you said Nakamura was fighting Corbin, I had no idea that match happened. <laughs> oh, the flag match. Yeah, that was crap as well. Yes. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is when you stopped watching, wasn't it? Or you got rid of your network connection? Yeah. This this was the event that made me cancel my subscription. Uh, I did renew it a few weeks, you know, a couple of weeks later. Um, it didn't take long. I must admit, the TV massively improved, which which made me give it another chance, and it's been better since. But yeah, this event was so bad, I actually ended my subscription. That that's that's how bad this was. So there there couldn't be any other winner or loser <laughs> in terms of this award. Uh, just absolutely dreadful. So, yeah, there it goes. <clears throat> now, actually, you know, one mentioned that there was one bright spot on there being, being the tag team match. So let's go to tag team of the year. Um, in my mind, probably only a couple of contenders for this. Uh, Guy, who would you have down as your best tag team of 2017? Um. <sighs> My favourite one is the bar, but I went for the Usos because they are they're just so consistent. And they're always they're always there or there or thereabouts, especially on SmackDown. And they just they just put on great match after great match. I mean, we're just talking about Battleground there. They were on the pre show and well, I know it was the shittest pay per view ever, but the they bloody overshadowed a whole pay per view whilst on the pre show. It that takes some doing. I mean Maybe feud of the year should have gone to Usos versus New Day, but we we've gone there now. But that that's definitely up there, and yeah, Usos for me, fantastic, Ta- fantastic year for them. That's especially coming from me who thought who thought the heel turn wouldn't work because I wasn't that asked about them. <laughs> <laughs> so more uh, guys gone for Usos as his tag team of 2017. Um, what about yourself? Um, it was a very, very tough one um, because for me it was between them and the bar, but in the end I've gone with the bar. Um, I thought that they've been um, one of the key reasons why um, Raw has been such a good show over the last few months, um, consistently delivering. Cesaro's just been an absolute superstar, um, where it's in tag matches or singles. Um, it's just been lighting up that show and... Uh, you know, he sacrificed his front teeth for us. So, uh, you know, we have to recognise that some way or somehow. So, uh, you know, for me, tag team of the year, no question. Yeah, um, I've got to say, uh, Bludgeon Brothers were definitely close to getting it. Um, but in the <laughs> end, 
<laughs> yeah, it was. Look, it, it was. I think it's, it's quite clear. It's between the bar and Mr. Raj and the Usos, and I, I've got to say, yeah, as good as the the Usos have been, and they have been brilliant and consistent, like you mentioned. I think the bar have been just as consistent and not only that, but I think the way that they've embraced their tag team and they've got themselves over so massively, their style, the way they mesh together, the matches that they've been having with various different opponents of different styles. I, I think they've been an absolute revelation to the tag team division on raw. So they're, they're, the, they're also my winners for tag team of the year. Um, Let's flip that coin then. Worst tag team of 2017. It it feels a bit a bit a uh, bit mean doing this, but uh, guy, if the Usos were your best, who were your worst? Good God, this is a tough one. Um, I'm not sure if the, there hasn't been that many bad tag teams. I mean, I could easily go for the temporary run of Randy Orton and Hakamura. Um, it's not they're not the the prop. They should be in the question for the best tag team. But I'll go. I'll go with the revival. Obviously, they've been injured and stuff like that. But when they came up, from, they were probably one of the most exciting things coming from NXT. And obviously, for or out of ring reasons and injuries and stuff like that, they've just not been there. So I'll go. I'll go for the revival because I think this is a, this is a tough question because tag teams tend to do well. I mean, I could go for like the Colognes or something like that, but you know. Why? Why would I? <laughs> so I'll go. I'll go for the revival because they're just not. They've not had chance to make the impact that we know they can do, and hopefully next year is their year. Oh, very controversial. Uh, more. Um, have you got someone different in mind? Not them. That's for sure. I thought. Yeah, I mean that had a disappointing year because of injury, but uh, you know they're they're just a heck of a tag team, and uh, you know I, I wouldn't personally say that they were the worst tag team i went with someone completely different for me it was actually an obvious candidate it's the ascension um they continue to uh, somehow exist on the main roster i don't know quite how not um, fashion police though <laughs> no. i mean they, they tried to turn him into a comedy act this year and you know maybe one skit in the whole of 2017 might have been funny involving them um but that was about it. Uh, the rest of it was a weak attempt at humour um, in the ring. Didn't really add much. It didn't really do much. Um, I'm just surprised they've made it all the way through till 2017, end of 2017, still on the company's payroll. Um, oh, hype bros. Still here. hype bros. Forgot about hype hey, bros. That's, that's <laughs> my vote. You can't I'm sorry. take my vote. I forgot. I, I forgot about them. They're, yeah, they're crap. I, yeah, I've got to ask as well. Is one of the members of the Ascension on hunger strike or something? <laughs> uh, he might well be. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, we know one of them's massive, but the other guy, I don't, you know, I know the Connor and Victor. I don't know which is which. Victor's um, the one with the long hair. One. One. Yeah, where you say long, long at the back, not on the top, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. I know he was never as big, but. You know, Gordon Bennett, the guy looks like, you know, he must have lost about 50 pounds or something, has he? It looks like there's virtually nothing left on him. Well, maybe he's um, worried about failing wellness tests or something and uh, being ultra cautious, but. Uh, just ready yeah. for that singles run. <laughs> yeah. Or it, it might it might just be that um, um, the other one, what's the other guy's name? Connor. Connor. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe Connor's um, getting even bigger and making uh, Victor look even smaller. Maybe that might be as well. Oh my God. Maybe they're eating each other's talent now. Oh, well. <laughs> oh good grief. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they've been terrible. Um, and that's the thing with WWE. They seem obsessed with turning everyone into a comedy act, which uh, is just too much for me. But yeah, hype bros, just awful. And thankfully now they are done until we get the revival next year, possibly. That's if they're both still working for the company by then, but uh, that's another matter. So let's move it on from tag teams to um, what about the female pre- uh, performance then more? Who We'll start with worst, actually. We'll, we'll, we'll get the negative ones done first. Who do you think has been the worst female performer of 2017? Well, this might come as a shock to... Uh, regular listeners but after close consideration I've gone with Tamina um <laughs> really yeah yeah I, I know you, you sound I shocked you're a big um, fan <laughs> well yeah I've, I've had a change of heart with her um no she she's just um a complete waste of a roster spot adds nothing to this company or to the uh, Smackdown women's division whatsoever no charisma, no personality. Again, um, they've tried to do some comedy stuff with her and Lana. Um, hasn't on the whole worked at all. And uh, why she's still with the company, I just have no idea. Um, other than Hang on a minute more. Comedy. They tried to do comedy with her. I, I must have missed that. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
slash host. It was yeah, that comedy that wasn't the funny kind of comedy. Was oh, was that an attempt at comedy? Apparently, Jesus, um, that's even worse allegedly. than I realised. Allegedly, yeah, yeah. So, so <sighs> people have claimed. <laughs> so, oh my it God. was just, uh, yeah. She's even worse was, than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it was the pics. It really was. Uh, the less said, the better. Actually, I'm, I'm wasting again time talking about somebody that I really shouldn't be wasting time talking on. So uh, yeah, Tamina. Yeah, and guy, um, oxygen is precious. <laughs> is it Tamina? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I couldn't think of anyone else. Yeah, I, I almost feel sorry for her now because she's got a full house. At least she's won something anyway. She's, she's won an award. <laughs> she can take that with. Her. That's a Hall of Fame moment, right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Take that on the way out. See you later. Um. So positives then, uh, Guy, come on. Who 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 would you rate as being the best female wrestler of 2017? I went with Alexa Bliss. Um, I don't think... I think she really carried SmackDown's women division for a good while. And then she came on to Raw, and she's kind of doing the same. And I think Charlotte was on course for it, but her SmackDown run's just not been that good. And I think Alexa's year on, as a whole's just been... A lot more consistent and a lot more interesting. Okay, um, more. Um, how how we are you on that one? Do you feel that um, Alexa Bliss has uh, no pun intended dwarfed the impact of uh, of Charlotte? Oh yeah, yeah. I have to go with Alexa. Um, as a worker, you know, she's she's not even one of the top four females in you know the main roster, um, but. Uh, no, she certainly improved in leaps and bounds during 2017. Uh, Personality-wise, charisma-wise, um, really has something, um, has presence, is over with the audience, and um, a great, great heel, and uh, somebody I really enjoy watching. So um, f- for me, that, that was certainly one of the easier picks, Alexa Bliss all the way. Yeah, I've got to say, full house from me on that. Definitely an easy pick. She's been... She really has risen to the challenge hugely. She's been outstanding every aspect of it. Um, she's, like Guy said, you know, she's she's practically covered, uh, um, call it covered. <laughs> she's practically carried uh, the two shows she's been on. The way that she's taken the mantle is massively impressive. Uh, on the microphone, character, England work is is improving as well. So. Absolutely all round congratulations to uh, Alexa Bliss uh, as a standout female performer of 2017. So uh, what about the male side of it then, uh, Moore? Who who would you have down as... We'll go with the negatives again. We'll get the negatives out of the way so we can go move on to the positives on this one. What about the male singles performer? Well, I'll have to upset Guy here and uh, go with Bray Wyatt. Um, Wyatt was... Elias, <laughs> We're gonna have words. <laughs> no, no, no. You you can't you can't not love um, somebody who plays a guitar and sings in such an impressive way. Uh, no Bray Wyatt. Um, no personality. Promos that just bore me to, to tears. Um, poor in the ring, and um, absolutely not deserving of the push he had in 2017. And at least I think we're reaching the point now that the company realises that he's there's no hope with him and uh, trying to phase him down into mid-card obscurity. 
So um, at least if there's one positive to say about Bray, it's that uh, his career prospects are not looking good for 2018. Um, but for me, again, that was one of the easier picks. Um, you know, he's just a standout, poor performer, consistently poor throughout the year. Uh, and Guy, have you gone for the uh, the novelty act that was Bray Wyatt in 2013 that he's been repeating throughout 14, 15, 16 and 17? Uh, no, um, Bray actually had a couple nice moments. Um, I think he had a good match with AJ and John Cena before um, and then Elimination Chamber was alright. Whereas Jinder was just an absolute horrendous shit show throughout. And it destroyed a show. It basically destroyed a show single-handedly. So I've got to go with Jinder. No fault of his own. He, he he just shouldn't have been in that position. But unfortunately for him, his title run made SmackDown basically what it used to be, where it was just something. It was literally the extra two hours of Raw where nobody give a give a shit and watched it. So yeah, I'll have to go with Jinder. Um, okay, that I, I think there's a fair argument in there, certainly for both. Yeah. Um, my personal pick is Enzo Mori. Um, <coughs> uh, we've I've gone well beyond the point where his microphone stuff was interesting and slightly entertaining. Um, you see it week in, week out. It was the same shtick every single week to the point where, yeah, pretty much bored of it now. And there's nothing else to it. We're finding that there's nothing else to the character. Uh, his in-ring work is just awful. And uh, it seems to be that he's not a particularly popular guy behind the scenes because what we're seeing on screen as a heel character is pretty much what we're getting behind the scenes. So all round for me, Enzo Mori, the the worst, the worst performer of 2017, and that has he's beat some competition to do that anyway. So Definitely a good show. Well, you know, it has come from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As for best then guy, come on, who who was who was your best for twenty seventeen? Um I think it was between two people for me. Um Braun and AJ. Um I think Braun's just been he's been so much fun on Raw um throughout the whole year. But AJ um got match of the year um for me. Um and he's just whenever whenever on Smack whenever he's been on SmackDown he's been he's been somewhat of a savior. I know he had a disappointing feud with Kevin Kevin Owens, but um, his match quality and that he's now saving it again. He he's he can literally carry a show on his own. So I'll have to go with AJ because he's been in difficult circumstances. But I think he's he's had he's just been excellent whenever he's whenever he's been in a putting an opportunity to have excellent matches apart from Kevin Owens. Uh, more guy putting up a good uh, good argument there for AJ Styles as as uh, his best for 2017. Uh, have you gone for the same? Yes, I have. Yep, yeah. AJ for me as well. Um, very very good in the ring. Um, I certainly came across as a credible champion whenever he held the belt, um, and uh, I think it was really um, testament to his ability that. He had that match against Brock Lesnar at um, the Survivor Series, and uh, Brock um, you know, couldn't have done more to put him over and almost uh, portray him as an equal. Um, which, uh, for somebody who's you know some seven inches shorter and um, a good uh, eighty or so pounds lighter, um, it's not the sort of thing you normally expect Brock Lesnar to do. Is to put somebody much smaller 
over in that kind of way. Um, but he did out of respect because he rates him so highly as a top class worker. And, uh, you know, that match they had at that show, um, was, you know, certainly, uh, one of Brock's best singles matches, um, since his return to the WWE some four or five years ago. And, uh, I mean, he really, really shone. And you know, that was a lot down to, um, AJ Styles and throughout the, uh, consistently strong on pay-per-views on TV, um, good on, you know, on interviews, fine storyline performer. Um, very good chat by a guy with Braun. Um, very different type of talent, obviously, but, uh, you know, really impressive all throughout the year and got over superbly well. Um, he's a bona fide main event act and, uh, you know, that's down to you know, hard work and, um, obviously, uh, it helps that, um, he's the size he is, which, uh, always goes down well with, uh, the owner of the company. Um, but, you know, that alone isn't enough to, uh, Know, get you by these days and uh you know he's certainly uh delivered when he has to in in, in the ring and uh you know he's uh also a very good shout as well yeah I'm, look in terms of, of aj styles i'm a massive fan i've been a massive fan of aj styles since the first time i saw him you know which is over a decade ago now I think he is, you know, pun intended, phenomenal he really is phenomenal for me one of the all-time greats it truly is one of the all-time greats. Um, if not the best performer in the world, it got to be in the top two. Incredible talent. Um, improved massively on the microphone as well. As Guy mentioned, he is the saviour of SmackDown, really. He is that show. He, he's he's immense. But I'm gonna uh, just to be different, I am gonna I'm gonna go with Braun just because I think he's continued to to rise you know his star has continued to rise and that's despite the the poorly booked show against Brock Lesnar um the way he's he's improved is you know hard work dedication and it, above all else you know you can be massive and you can be booked to win and look like a monster but if the crowd don't take to you if you don't have something about you a special kind of charisma about you the crowd won't connect with you and you can be booked to win all you want, but you, they won't get behind you and, and make a difference. And he has something about him and the crowd have just taken to him and he's organically ended up becoming a baby face just because the crowd are so behind him. So I think he's, he's had a fantastic year and I'm going to give him, give him my nod, even though I do recognize that AJ Styles is, is just unbelievable. He really is. So um, before we before we get towards the end, um, a couple of things left, a couple of ones left. Let's have our breakout star. Who do you think has been a breakout star of of twenty eighteen more? Well, seventeen even. <laughs> oh, seventeen, uh, I should say. Yeah, I'm getting. A, I'm only a year ahead of myself. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go with Braun uh, for this award because I felt I had to recognise him for one of the awards. Um, even though obviously he didn't debut in the company um, during 2017 um, and his push did start towards the latter in the 2016, um, it was 2017 that he really um, broke through his, as I said earlier, bona fide headline act and main eventer. Now, this was a year when you know he really could have disappeared without trace. You know, obviously, 
the company decided to um, give him a big, big push. But uh, we've seen it countless times in the past where the company's really gotten behind the talent, pushed them um, very strongly, and they've not been able to um, uh, kind of live up to the hype, live up to the expectations that um, you know Vince or others have um, had of them, and uh, you know they've um, sunk Ron Swam, and um, he swam, he swam, you know, and swam and swam, and uh, that's why you know Strowman. Strowman, rather, is um, still one of the uh, integral parts of the WWE as we close out 2017 because he um, really broke through and um, hung in there and uh, very much felt like a staple part of the main event echelon. And uh, the work he put in on his in-ring is also something that cannot be underestimated. He... um, certainly came into the year as somebody who seemed like uh, a limited in-ring performer, and yet he's taken part in several, you know, exceptional matches. And, um, you know, he certainly, uh, you know, fulfilled his part of the uh, bargain by uh, you know, playing a key part in those matches and uh, came on in leaps and bounds in the ring, one of the most improved in-ring performers in the WWE. And for a guy of his size, um, that makes it all the more... Um, special. So for, for me, he, he was the breakout star by a long way. Okay, Guy, Moore went with a bit of a cheeky twist on breakout star. So what about yourself? Who who have you picked out? Yeah, mine would have been Braun uh, as well uh, for an extra cheeky twist. But in, in terms of having a breakout moment, I'm going to have to go with Elveting Dream um, against Alistair Black at, uh, at War Games. That was uh, such a fantastic moment. Um, I, I I never saw I never saw him before, um, and that 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 few just kind of grabbed me, and that match was absolutely fantastic. Um, so I'll go with Braun, but with a, with a nod to Velveteen Dream in terms of having a breakout moment. Yeah, I, you know, that's a good shout with Velveteen Dream. I I felt that yeah, yeah that that moment was a bit of a you know a star is born here or potentially a star is born. I guess we'll have to see if he can he can follow it up. Um, in terms of a breakout star, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one that i actually thought you might pick guy and that is elias i he, i think he's for he's for the next question andy <laughs> <laughs> that that question's coming later what you're expecting <laughs> now yeah i i think look the gimmick the, the gimmick is is fun but i think what he's done is the gimmick he was the version of the gimmick he was given in nxt i think he's taken that he's embraced it and they've pushed it further they've gone back back to the thing that the rock was doing years ago with the rock concert if you can remember that and he's doing that and he's doing it so well the crowd are joining in uh, it's just it's such an easy one to to get um, a reaction from the crowd but he's doing it so well he's even having some pretty decent matches now so he's he's just you know he was only meant to be I guess just somewhat a filler on the card, you know, just another body out there. And somehow he's just really got himself over. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him the nod with the breakout star of 2017 awards. So, so there you go. Um, On to terms of something a bit more negative. So what about your most disappointing moment of 2017 guy? Was it, was there anything that was, you know, where you, maybe you had high hopes and, and a wrestler or, or an event 
just massively under-delivered for you? Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, just on the whole. I thought he'd be champion, championing with VJ as the saviour of SmackDown, and he's just been an absolute no, non-factor since he came up. I don't, know, I don't know if that's through just poor booking, which obviously he has been, but he's been very... Very poorly booked. Um, I can't really remember one match um, from him this year in, uh, on the main card, I should say. Um, and um, yeah, um, he's he's just really suffered from. Well, he lost to Jinder. He's had his, well, he apparently had a match with Corbin at Battleground. That I can't remember. Um, and that, now he's in this. Now he's been in this Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan thing. He's just he's just had such a disappointing year from what was a very hyped. Um, short, shortish spell in NXT compared to some others. I thought, I thought he'd, I thought he'd explode on the scene, but yeah, he's just been so poorly booked. And from day one, with his feud with Ziggler onwards, it's just, just not worked. Um, but hopefully, 2018 does fix that. But yeah, Nakamura for me, let down. And more, what about you for your biggest disappointment of 2017? Yeah, I was um, strongly considering Nakamura as well, but in the end I went with Finn Balor. Um, you know, Finn, when he had that very brief run when he won the Universal Championship last year, um, when, when he came back, I thought, right, this is fantastic. had really, really high hopes that um, he'd pick up from where he left off and become a integral part of Raw, and it really hasn't panned out like that whatsoever. Um, got involved in that few with Bray Wyatt that just wouldn't end and completely sucked the life out of Finn Balor and you know, the momentum um, from his career as well and um, hasn't really recovered at all and on top of that um, you know, the, the company um, you know, clearly well certain parts of the company at the upper echelons um, have a downer on him because you know he's not very good on promos and you know he's, he's not the only one I mean there are others that um, have occupied or do occupy prominent positions on the card who are not good or strong on promos either, but, uh, <coughs> Brock Lesnar, <coughs> yeah, yeah, quite, you know, as Paul Heyman used to say, it's all about accentuating positives and hiding weaknesses. And that's a, something that WWE, um, chooses or maybe unintentionally decide not to do with, with Finn. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, consistently highlights the fact that he's not a great promo. And, um, as a result, anyway, uh, Finn Balor has not been able to deliver anything like what we know he can um, because the company hasn't um, allowed him to fulfil his potential on Raw. And um, you know, if anyone can do with a change of scenery, um, it, it, it is him. Uh, yeah, I, now I'm going to take that kind of theme, actually, and go with my biggest disappointment has been the booking of so many of the former NXT talents. And you've mentioned Balor. You can also go with Nakamura, as as guys mentioned, and Bobby Roode, and even go so far as to say Sasha Banks, Bailey. You know, these talents that have come up with NXT with so much promise, they, they did so well there. They were booked so well there. We saw their in-ring talent so many of them have come up onto the main roster and the booking and presentation of them has just been woeful. So 
I'm not going to point the finger at blame at them. Obviously, the way that they've been handled and presented for me really, really lets them down. So for me, that has been my disappointment because they're almost booking them into boredom. And that is such a shame when you look at the uh, the combined talent that I've mentioned there. So that, that's been my real disappointment of 2017. Um, on to our... Uh, final category uh, final main category before I'll I'll ask you a little question before we go out and that is um, the moment of 2017 so Mo we'll go with best first what what was your best moment of 2017 there's only one it's return Hardy Boys at Wrestlemania Um, what a moment incredible reaction Uh, one of the all time great uh, WrestleMania moments. Um, you know, if that building had a roof, it really would have literally blown off the building because uh, the reaction was nuclear, amazing, and uh, you know it was something that uh, was really, really special. And you now, if you're Matt or Jeff and you get a reaction like that um, in front of seventy or thousand people, that just must have been a very, very special feeling. Uh, so for me, that that's the moment of 2017. And Guy, what about you for moment of 2017? Yeah, I think it's hard to look past that. Um, I'll just bring back up one I mentioned earlier, Champa turning on um, Gargano. I think that was very memorable, especially for an NXT show. I mean, stuff like that tend can get um, overshadowed by WrestleMania moments. But yeah, I think I think it's hard to look back the look past the Hardys returning. But yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll give them a nod for Champa and Gargano. That's fair. You know what? Yeah, the Hardys, fantastic moment, amazing pop. And Champa Gargano, the way that they they uh, they executed that turn uh, when it was way past what you'd have expected, I thought that was rather special and that was the supreme moment. But I'm going to pick out a different one. I'm going to go for Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon because it was, it was a bit special and, and it was... It was a glimpse into just what Kevin Owens can be. So that, for me, was my best moment of 2017. Um, what about worst then, Guy? Come on, what was your worst moment? Um, This is kind of a sad one. I think it's the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns match when Undertaker failed to do the tombstone spot, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, the flub. Yeah, it was just it was just a bit sad, and I don't know if this is that was is going to be his last that was his last match or not because there is all those rumours going about. But if it is the way to go, it, it just kind of made him look like an old man. I know he's not, I know he's not looked the same in in previous years, but that that was kind of the moment you're just like, uh, no, it's 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 gone. It's time. It's uh, it was just a bit sad. Yeah, it certainly was a sad moment, and more. We- would you echo that one? Have you got something different for your worst moment of uh, 2017? Yeah, I have. Um, me, the worst moment of 2017. It's actually a tie, um, and it's a tie between every time Bray Wyatt appeared on TV. You are so um, harsh. <laughs> 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 am I? Am I? Um, am I detecting that you're not a fan of Bray Wyatt? Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I could be more fun of him. Um, 
perhaps fair to say that. Yeah, for Christmas, I, I just... I'm getting you a Bray Wyatt shirt. <laughs> yeah, I just... It's gotten to the point where I, I just cannot... I have to just fast forward to the next segment. I don't even want to listen to him. If he's involved in a match, I just want to watch it as quickly as possible. Um, it's just really, really hard for me to watch the guy because he just does... that mean does... you've not seen Walk and Hardy yet? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, um, you know, and, and that stuff was certainly good. Um, but again, had to uh, almost blank out the fact that Bray Wyatt was involved. <laughs> but uh, no, Harris. <laughs> Go on, then. What's it tied with? What's it tied with? It must be special. No, it, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Every single oh, moment. Right. Bray oh, Wyatt was I on get TV. you now. Yeah. Oh, I get you. Wow. <clears throat> that that's um... oh, probably about a hundred different occasions, and they're all equal. That's so uh... harsh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm kind of torn between um, the moment that Enzo Mori won the cruiserweight championship uh, as as the worst moment of the year, uh, the moment that Jinder Mahal won the WWE championship. And that Undertaker moment that you talked about, because it was that sad realisation. I mean, I know this was two tired guys at this point, but yeah, there was just no sort of lift was there to, you know, it was, it was no pun intended, a dead weight that, um, that Roman Reigns was trying to lift at that point. And it, it was, it, it was a sad real, realisation if you, it, you weren't already at that point you know, that this legendary performer was now, you know, just a mortal old man. And and that was that was really painful to see as a long term fan to to see that guy at that point. It was really, really sad and not the way that you want to see him uh, go out. So, yeah, it was definitely a sad moment. But um, anyway, that, you know, th- there we are. 2017. It's been quite a year. Um, some good, some bad, some ups and downs, some pretty diabolical, but some great moments mixed in there as well. Um, before we go, though, guys, um, I'm going to ask you for a prediction for for 2018. Who's going to be our, you know, we've talked about a breakout star for, for 2017, but who do you think is going to be the breakout star of 2018? Who Who's going to be the guy that, or the or the female performer that we're all talking about next year? Then, guy. Um, I think you can go for a couple. I mean, you, we brought up Elias earlier. I think he'll, I think he'll go on to have a surprisingly good career. I'm not, I'm not sure if it'll be main event or not. Um, I think Jordan or Gable, one of them will be a, a superstar. Um, and one, one will get Marty Jannetty. <laughs> um, and I think he may have been overlooked because of his injury. <clears throat> but I think Big Castle come back and do big things. <clears throat> interesting, interesting. Big. I Cass- also think Cesaro might get a world title run eventually. <sighs> I, I think that's that's more, the dream. That's yeah, yeah, that's more hope and dreams than reality. Yes. Um, <laughs> so more. But what about yourself then? Uh, who do you, who do you think could be the the breakout name that we're all talking about at the end of 2018? Well, the name that comes to mind for me is um, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, he he is somebody that I've really been quite keen on for quite a while. Um, was a real superstar in Ring of Honor. Um, 
supremely talented. Got an air of Shawn Michaels about him as well. Um, in fact, has some somewhat of a resemblance to young Shawn Michaels as well. I think in 2018, um, to start with, he'll become very, very prominent on NXT. I can see him certainly winning the NXT title. Um, but then before 2018 ends, um, I'm very confident that he'll end up on the main roster and um, possibly with the other members of the Undisputed Era as well. Um, I think he's got something about him which uh, I think somebody like a Triple H in particular would really like. Um, very good in the ring, got personality, charisma, and um, he's, he's somebody that I think, you know, if, if you certainly haven't watched NXT and haven't watched Adam Cole, certainly suggest you go out and check him out because uh, he's quite a talent. Just looking at his frame, though, Mo, uh, you're talking main roster or 205? Um, oh, he has to be main roster. I mean, clearly he's, he's on the smaller side, but um, you know, in the way that um, he can carry himself, I, I think he can um, certainly do stuff. And, uh, you know, he's, he's actually not physically much different to Daniel Bryan in terms of stature. So, uh, Is this more of Vince thinking, though? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I just, Vince I, has his way. He'll be a uh, enhancement talent or a squash, a squash boy for uh, be the new the Dolph Rendell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just uh, look at I just look at his body frame and, and I don't see, you know, uh, some of the guys that even like uh, Finn, you know, you know they don't have the weight there, but the muscular definition, you know, the the shoulders stick out. He he doesn't really have that about him yet. So I I I do wonder whether. They'll they'll move him to two or five and and try to use make the most of his um, attraction, you know, by his name and his in ring talent and his charisma and everything. Try and use that as an attraction for two or five, maybe. Well, I think it'd be a really good fit on SmackDown, where um, it does feel that they're trying to, to uh, move in that direction of having Raw is more of the sports entertainment show where you've got a lot of the bigger, larger than life characters and um, perhaps the workers more on the SmackDown side and um, if that's the case then you know, opposite somebody like an AJ Styles who height wise they're about the same height um, certainly AJ's more muscular um, you know thicker framed um, but as a worker and his personality um, he's got something and uh, you know if, if, if Vince is persuaded to uh, look beyond um, his physical appearance uh I think he could really do start, uh, do things on 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 SmackDown, and uh, if he's given the push, I think he'd make the most of it. Well, I think it's certainly an interesting shout, and and there you go, guys. I mean, that some things there to look out for 2018. And as I say, look, it's been a lot of fun tonight. Um, it's been good to go back over uh, all the happen happenings of 2017, whether they be good or bad, and and hopefully you'll be back with us to to live through them all again next year so uh, my thanks to to Mo and to Guy uh, for joining me tonight to go through all of this and our thanks to to all of you again for listening as always and we hope you do join us in the new year and continue to stay with us uh, it's certainly been a journey so uh, from everyone here at the Pro Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Index it's a happy new year to you all the best for the season and we look forward to uh, you listening again in 2018 so from me Andy Wales here at the Pro Wrestling Index it's bye bye now
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, marketers, advertisers, and business owners. Find yourself chatting up the same audience in the same places using the same old lines. Maybe it's time to podcast the net further to catch your next customer. With Acast, there's plenty of fish in the sea with more than 100,000 podcasts and millions of listeners. So there's a perfect match for every business. Use our ad platform to cast your net, then narrow down using targeting such as demographic, show categories, audience segments, and more. Find your match and reel them in. Advertise on more than 100,000 podcasts with Acast. Head to go.acast.com closer to get started.